Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, you fucking nerds? Uh, I don't know why I felt the need to insult you guys right off the bat there. Jesus Christ. Coming in hot on this episode. What's up, everybody? It's not worth the time with me, Wade Taylor. You know, we're here in the room, staring at a silver lion head, trying to, you know, get my courage up. I should have bought a silver lion head, not a tiger head. Ugh, I really fucked that up. That's the whole metaphor of the Wizard of Oz, and I totally messed up. Instead, I got the, well, I guess I got the eye of the tiger. Yeah, we'll do that. That's better than having the courage of the cowardly lion, because he didn't have any anyway. I want that eye of the tiger like Rocky had, you know. But I want better montage music. Everybody uses the Rocky montage music for everything. I need to get a better version. Like, what would be a? You know, I want like, like a metal version of the Rocky, of Eye of the Tiger. Like, that's what I need playing while I'm just doing montage of like, I don't know, me writing a set for a night. Yeah. Like, that would be the most boring montage ever. Just me staring at a notebook, like, chewing on a pen. Just different angle cuts of me just... Just different fucking shots of me chewing on a pen. Because that's what everybody wants. It's what everybody needs. They need that inside scoop, man, of what it's like chewing on your pen, getting ready for a fucking show. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. Um... I do need that though. I need to. I need to get some pumped up. I need to get pumped up more. I need to get like on it, be ready. I need to be more prepared to like handle things. I wasn't prepared this uh, past week. Let me tell you, woo wee. And it's not like I was prepared. I just made a decision, and I probably made the smart decision. So guys, uh, I I I had uh, an issue at a uh, at a local Walgreens. Now. Normally, I think of Walgreens as a very happy place. Um, it's a very nostalgic place from my childhood. Not not like totally, but I always like, I never had a bad time in a Walgreens. Like, you know what's weird? Is Walgreens is like these weird, they try to do like the weird convenience store thing where they also try to make it localized at the same time. Like, they always have local clothing in them. Like, in my hometown of Council Bluffs, I remember them having, like, like welcome to Council Bluffs t-shirts. And the, the Council Bluffs is known for black squirrels, so they just had black squirrel t-shirts on them. I feel if you walked into that, that Walgreens from, like, the hotel across the street and just saw black squirrel t-shirts, you might be a little weary about why they're, like, there's a big theme of black squirrels around here. It's really weird because we have the black squirrel jail, too. And uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one to explain to people uh, when you first say it uh, <laughs> to somebody because they get a weird impression about why they call it the Black Squirrel Jail. It's not because they were squirrely guys; it's they're real squirrels. It's a real thing. Look it up. Black squirrels are weird. What's really weird? I think I've talked about it on this podcast before about how there's white squirrels. Um, like there was an albino squirrel at Iowa State. Um, that freaked me out the first time I saw it. I thought it was like dead. And it was a zombie squirrel because it looked like it. It was all gray. It's not really white. It's more gray, but they call it an, a, a, like an albino white squirrel on our campus. It's weird. But anyway, I digress. I, so like, I never really have a bad time in these Walgreens. And I walk in, and I'm just going to uh, go do, do my stuff. I'm with my girl, and she's uh, my girlfriend. She's just got to go get her prescription in the back. So I'm like, okay, you do that. I'm going to go grab these two things that I want. For some reason, I bought athletic tape. I don't know why. Like, 
I, I, probably because I like I thought I'm gonna start wearing my knee braces again. It'll help me. Like I can't even find them. I, I just have a fucking roll of athletic tape for no goddamn reason now. Like what the what 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 do I think I'm gonna do with that? That's that's gonna become now is I'm gonna get really bored and real drunk one night and I'm gonna be like I want to look like Ryu from Street Fighter and I'm gonna tape my fucking hands up. I'm gonna fucking think it's uh, Death Games or something like that and roll my fucking taped hands in glass and try to go fuck somebody up. That's what's going to happen. I'm, instead of me actually using that athletic tape for its intended purposes of helping support my knees so they don't buckle when I fucking run. Um, so I go to check out at the line, right? And I'm doing the courteous thing. Everybody knows the courtesy of standing in line. Like, I'm standing there. And there's three people in front of me. They're all in a group together, and they put all their stuff on the counter, and they're checking out. And I'm just standing back a little bit to give them room. You know, I like a three-foot buffer. Like, well, it's, it's normal. Especially at a Walgreens. They don't have, like, a belt that you put your shit on. It's just a counter. It's just, like, this small fucking, like, two-by-two two counter. It's not not that big. So I'm like, okay, I'll just wait. And this dude was living his life like he was in high school musical. And he came up and literally cut me in line by dancing he did a michael jackson spin move around me just like hee, 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 i'm going to the front like just did no no even recognition that i was in front of him and just put his thing down now i made the decision i just didn't say anything i was in that mood where i was like there it is not worth getting in a screaming match or even a physical altercation at a Walgreens over a spot in line. And it, it just, it was really weird. And it was funny because the cashier looked at me and he was like, like kept like eyeballing, like looking at like expecting me to do something. I think he was like, are you expecting, I think he was panicking a little bit thinking he was going to have to say something to this guy. Like this gentleman was here first, which is what you should do as the cashier. If you, if you want to keep order, like you got to run the register line like a fucking dictator, yo. You have rules and strict. That bread line, bro, it's going to get long and you're going to let it get long because you're in charge of it and you will work at the pace that you have been set by your corporate overlords. They have given you that post and you will make sure nobody exits that post without you making sure they stayed in line, quite literally and figuratively. But he just was he he was uh, frightened. He was frightened. He didn't he didn't know what was about to happen. I obviously looked very, very hostile in my face, which I I wear my emotions on my face, man. Like you can tell how I feel as soon as you see me. And uh, he just was like doing the eyeball thing, just back forth, back forth between me and him. And I finally just like shrugged and said, I don't. I just was like mouth. I don't know, man. And just like I just let it go because I'm like I'm not gonna get in a physical altercation or screaming match in the middle of fucking Walgreens. It's not worth it. Like the guy had one item, uh, and it was a speaker. This is the thing that bothered me the most. He cut me, put his like portable Bluetooth speaker down on the floor. By the way. Buying portable Bluetooth speaker from Walgreens. That's why I, I didn't, like, freak out, too. This guy is in a little bit of a situation. Like, you didn't even go to Walmart to get a Bluetooth headset or a Bluetooth speaker. You had to go to Walgreens. That's even a step down. It's a chart. They're up to our Wal uh, Walmart sells a better one for cheaper. 
But I digress. I wasn't about to let this man know that he was overpaying for his electronical device because he had cut me in line. That ship had sailed. If he would stood behind me, I would have turned around and be like, bro, you can get that for like half off if you go to Walmart. And get JBL, one of the best brands in the game. JBL, fucking reach out to Not Worth the Time. We want to fucking pump your brand on here. That's the last plug you get, JBL. Anyway. So he sailed that ship by doing that. And he put his thing down there, and then he started looking at it. The guy rung up the speaker, and he tells him what it is, and this is where I got super angry. The guy goes, eh, I don't know how I feel about that one, man. I think I want to check out the other one. And the cashier just looked at him, because if you don't know this about Walgreens, they don't leave their posts. They're just there. There are no salesmen in Walgreens. So he's like, I want to check out that other one. And I know exactly what I think this guy was trying to do, because I've seen this particular hustle in my in when I my Office Max days, the gold glorious Office Max days, let me tell you, where people try to get the cashier to go get them the item that they or like, oh, that's not the one I wanted. I wanted the other one, in hopes that the the cashier does walk away to go grab it, and they just take the thing and go. I've, I've seen it happen. It gets it gets the rookies, but this guy sitting at the, the thing, seasoned vet, he just looked at him like, okay. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go grab it. So he went to go get it. And then the guy unrang un his thing and he rang me out. And this is what was funny is the guy apologized to me. He's like, I'm so sorry, sir. That's, that was bad. And I was like, well, if you were sorry about it, you would have told him, hey, man, you need to wait in line. Like, he didn't care. I don't know why he didn't step up and say anything because he didn't want to cause a confrontation, especially in 2019. You know, any anybody, you say anything to anybody, like, they're liable to report you to your fucking boss. And, like, let's be honest, the, I feel like Walgreens will let employees go like that. They're like Thanos up in that bitch. They're like, oh, you disrupted a customer while they were trying to check out? You gone. You just turned into ash. That's right. Wal Walgreens is not playing. They will Thanos snap you right out of an employment line. They'll just, and then they'll just pull somebody else in. They actually will destroy you and then recreate somebody right then and there. They'll just appear in front of your eyes. And that person will be like, what's going on here? Now all of a sudden I have this whole knowledge of a retail store that I've never been in before, but apparently I'm getting a paycheck. And that's how that happens. So I get that guy. He just didn't want to, like, he, just didn't, he didn't want the confrontation either. Neither of us wanted to deal with it because it wasn't worth it. He didn't want to get a complaint, have to do a write-up. Possibly have to talk to HR. I didn't want to possibly get in a screaming match and possibly get hit in the face. I know people who have talked to people who cut in line before and literally got punched in the face after doing so. That is an extreme example, but that's what's playing in my head. You know, you're you're just you make decisions based off of stories and your experiences, and that was the decision I made. I was like, I know people who've gotten punched for speaking up like this. I guess I'm not going to do it today because it's not worth it. Now. Had it been like uh, me, myself, and Irene situation where that uh, woman just is like, oh, can we cut in front of you? And she does, and it's just like three carts filled with food for her seven children, and I only had two items. Yeah, probably might have snapped. I might have gone Jim Carrey there, you know, got on the fucking thing and started being like, hey, bro, your fucking pants, uh, your belt is going to break. You need to go buy a belt back there because they're, they're sagging so low. That belt's going to snap, bro. He had, uh, I, I haven't seen somebody sag their pants that low in a long time. Yeah. My since Jake Kressel. My buddy Jake Kressel used to sh 
shout out to Jake Kressel. He's the man. He used to sag his pants so bad. And he, he had a shoestring. For, this was back in the, uh, in the early 2000s where you used uh, the sh- extra shoestrings for your skate shoes as a belt. And he that's what he did. And he had to literally walk leaning backwards. I don't know how Jake doesn't have, like, scoliosis or something now permanently. Like, he just, like, look, I'm surprised he doesn't walk, like, permanently looking like an S because of how much he had to walk to keep his pants from falling to his fucking knees. It was the weirdest thing. He also skated like that, which was the most impressive thing. Good for Jake. Yeah. But, yeah, guys, that's uh, that was that was an interesting experience for me. I don't know if that story is worth it or not, but felt good. Felt good to get it off my chest. Uh, from there, you know, th- th- that's just, like, uh, a thing. That was a thing. I have no segue. I was trying to work into a segue for this thing, but fuck it. We're getting into this week's topics, guys. That's right. So this week, we're talking about... We have found this thing where it says these... Four harmless habits, harmless in quotation, are sapping your brain power. Now, if we if we know anything about here on Not Worth the Time, it's that we don't want to zap any of our power away from our brain. We are using it constantly here. Um, so, <coughs> oh, God, I about choked on my own spit there. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. I'm drinking tea here. I thought tea would help me talk better, not fucking almost kill me. All right, here. Um, so we're um we're gonna learn about the four things that might be um the 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 four different habits. Jesus Christ, that cough! You ever just like have one thing throw you off your entire thought process? That cough just literally just zapped everything I was going into and getting ready to say. It just it, it completely derailed the conversation. That was. Now I get why people get mad at like dinner parties when someone's making a grand point, making a and some guy just at the table is just like, <coughs> <coughs> you know, what, what, Jeff? Did you not like my point there? No, I just I had to clear my throat. Well, it seems like you did it at a very interesting time, and then they get real upset about clearing their throat right in the middle of like their epic speech. They're like, how dare you? I feel like if you cough and like clear your throat around like Leonardo DiCaprio, he like gets real pissed he gets real mad because he thinks you're trying to upstage him especially in front of his new 22 year old girlfriend because he just got got a new model and he's just like you trying to upstage me man i'm trying to talk about global warming and shit here i, I, I know i'm just i had to clear my throat i i, I, I this, this tea is a, it's a scratchy it's a you know oh now my tea's not good like leonardo DiCaprio always having tea parties and shit just like oh you my tea's scratching your throat and causing you to interrupt my global warming get out get out of my house we're not in a house we're on your boat which is really weird because you're against global warming and you have this giant yacht which requires a lot of power and all this stuff stop making me look bad and just punches you in the international waters and you drown that's what happens if you clear your throat around leonardo dicaprio anyway uh i didn't definitely didn't use that example to clear my throat even more to make myself i definitely didn't use that as a diversion or as a distraction to clear my throat all right Let's uh let's see here. One of the bad habits, one of the four habits that are sapping your brain. Checking headlines, guys. That's right. You're just getting the gist of the news. Uh, you need to know what's going on. You need to get in the nitty gritty details of it. Um, let's see here. Most people understand that setting some boundaries around social media is a good idea. 
They switch off notifications and take breaks from particular apps and designate set times of their day to check feeds. However, they don't apply the same discipline when it comes to checking news apps. A 2018 survey sponsored by Global Tech Solutions Company uh, as 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 urine as urine as urine <laughs> this company's name's as urine <laughs> we are the global tech company as urine and uh we uh did we like to look through the internet and see how we can apply as urine to everybody <laughs> we just want as urine everywhere <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Just like some German tech company. <laughs> it's not even a German tech company. I don't even fucking know. But they're just they're just trying to get pee in every home. We want to have pee as urine on your phone. <laughs> uh, I'm a child. Um, uh, shows most of us check our phones every 12 minutes. And it isn't just time for your news habits. Wait. And it isn't just time for your news habits deals. Okay, that doesn't that sentence makes no sense. Sometimes I read these sentences and I go, what? A uh, number of neuro colleagues, uh, uh, wait, number of n neuroscience, uh, I don't know, fuck, collegiate activities avoided. Guys, my brain, it, like, my, I think I'm reading the headlines right now, normally. See, that's what half this podcast is, is me reading headlines, and now it's zapping my, see, right here, we're already seeing, the proof is in the pudding, right here in this fucking thing. Anyway, uh, to, uh, actively avoid news because they recognize it's the negativity and the importance to do anything about most of what they hear. Uh, they can, it can lead to a sense of hopelessness. It saps mental energy and focus. In a study by American Psychology Association, 56% of people said the following news caused them stress. Opting out of following the news uh, won't work for everyone. I suggest setting some clear boundaries around it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's all you ever hear is people say, I don't follow the news because it's, it's depressing. But then, like, you're still getting flooded with news, like, on social media. Like, as much, it, it might be garbage news. Uh, I've heard somebody talk about it before, about how, like, what you uh, bring in is, like, your junk. Like, tabloid-like news is, like, junk food for your brain. But then, at the same time, like, if you read all these studies and stuff about global warming and shit like that, it's like... How is, like, what can you do as a person? Or obviously, you can try to recycle and do that stuff. But even then, like, that might not be helping. Like, we, it might be, you read this shit all the time about, oh, it's causing, it, it's actually becoming even more of a problem because it takes more energy to recycle. So, you, it's good to make the effort and learn about things. But, like, yeah, you just got to, setting the boundaries around that kind of shit is good. I need to delete some apps on my phone pronto. They've been stealing my fucking time for way too long, so it's about time to get it. Let's see here. Toxic comparison. I'm interested in this one. Uh, is a habit that is as old as time. Sure, social media has given us a raw materials to compare to, but uh, there's nothing new about the urge to compare. As humans, uh, we are hardwired to compare ourselves to others in, in our group. Uh, to benchmark our success and failures against others. It is evolutionary hangover from the time when we lived in tribes in something uh, 
in understanding our place in our social order. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, now, uh, let's see here. It says, to break free of the temptation to compare, you need to uh, uh, audit your social media feeds. Uh, it means deleting anyone who posts make you feel envious. And if you find that you you're comparing yourself to a particular friend, then it might be smart to mute them. Um, yeah, I like how it's like, you can't you'll unfriend your friend. You need to mute them because you know what will happen if it turns out you unfriend an actual friend because <laughs> you're jealous of their life on social media. It's going to cause a whole nother set of uh, brain neurochemistry that you don't want happening. It's going to end horribly. Um, okay, and then it says uh, detoxing from social media. You might find yourself thinking about uh, your life matchups to your friends when you're not on social media, trying to shift your perspective. Think about their human traits, uh, vulnerability, and things that uh, you have in common. When you change your mindset, you move forward, which is good. Like, yeah, you got to remember, like, it's so easy to do that. And like, I catch myself like that all the time. You just look at, like, oh, man, look what that person's doing. What are they doing? And, like, why am I all the way over here? Why am I not succeeding in this or that and this and that? And I think I've talked, fuck, the amount of times I've found, like, lists like this for the podcast are crazy. And it's, uh, but it's good to definitely reset that and remind yourself, like, they definitely have some issues, too. Nobody doesn't have issues they might be different they might be even on a harder scale like the problems that you might like myself and the many other people i know like money could be a huge factor in trying to help fix those things but then there are people who have problems after they even get the money thing figured out that they have problems with like that you can't even solve with that you realize like oh that's when those like existential things fucking kick in uh, when you have all those basic needs met, which is why you see a lot of people dive into that kind of stuff, like mental health, once they've kind of had those bases covered. It's good, though. Like, you want, like, everybody should strive um, to try to just remind themselves, like, hey, man, everybody fucks up and everybody does, yeah, uh, isn't perfect from what you say. I think we paint everybody as being better uh, than us. At least, I guess I should say, I shouldn't, wait, we, I, um, I do that a lot where I speak through like a giant lens but this is i know i paint pictures of people's lives being better than maybe they really are because i just need to have that um in comparison i also like i use it as a benchmark because i want to get better you know there's that old adage too about surrounding yourself with the best people you can will help push you to make you the best person you can and you can't do that without making yourself better uh, or without comparing them to those people you have to compare everybody there's benefits and uh obviously pitfalls to comparing things but it is a detriment when it starts really affecting your emotional state at least it does it is for me anyway i i when it happens to me i definitely just dip into this hardcore like uh, it gets me in a funk sometimes like because especially if i'm not feeling on top of my game and then i see somebody else being on top of their game it's like when i used to play baseball you watch somebody have a game who goes four for four and you end up hitting oh for four with three fucking strikeouts and you know you don't even make contact with the ball that day when you just saw your buddy just and uh, one of your teammates smoke like three different base hits, almost hits for the cycle or something like that. And you're just like, fuck, man, I'm a piece of shit. I didn't even help our team win. But then at the same time, you forget, like, you just look at that one factor. Maybe that guy, he made an error in the field, which almost cost you guys the game. 
because um, of a run, and maybe you play uh, you played solid defense that day and helped make sure that there was like, there's so many factors and so many things like you. But we get fixated on the things we don't you don't do or didn't do well. Um, I know I am. I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to my uh, criticisms. So I that's the one of the big ones I definitely got to get over. Uh, comfort eating. I don't even think we need to talk about that. Um, why, that's uh, <laughs> I'm gonna not talk about that one because I don't want to face the reality of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, comfort eating definitely. I could see where that zaps your energy because then like rather than being like, I know I'm sharper when I'm hungry. It's like when I I I realized this not too long ago. Like when I was a kid playing baseball or any sport, um, I wouldn't eat like three hours before a game or anything because I wanted to be hungry. I also like well at the time I wanted to be light on my feet. That was my problem. I was just like if I'm eating, I'll be weighed down. Which, in a weird way, you kind of are because you are um, – your body's trying to digest and do all these other things, so it's slowed down that way, which affects other parts of your body as well. Um, so I can see why eating junk food like that and just sitting there, if you're trying to do something and just munching on food the whole time, uh, you're thinking about chewing. Your brain's getting preoccupied with chewing. Then it's also having to think about breathing, uh, like all these things that it's doing subconsciously that you never take into consideration. And then your body starts digesting, so it's taking energy to do that. So you're just converting all this energy probably to a spot where instead of using uh, what could be extra brain power, um, because it has to send that other energy. Your body probably only produces so much energy. I knew nothing about how the human body works and how it produces energy, but that makes sense to me. Like you, you only have so much like delegation of power to certain things. So I would assume that works. Uh, let's see. Multitasking. I fucking love multitasking, but apparently it's super bad for you. Uh, uh, juggling too many things, uh, a million responsibilities, multitasking might seem like a necessary evil, but research shows us when we multitask, our brain suffers. Each time we try to batch unrelated tasks together, uh, we tax our brain and use up energy in transition. Yeah, that makes total sense because then you're like, you're just stuck in a mode like, okay, is, is, oh, this is similar. It's And then you put it into that and, uh, and then you try to switch modes, and you realize you're doing the same thing for the other uh, for the other thing, but it's a different process. There's one different thing. I've learned that at my new job. Like, uh, it's a lot of it's similar, but a lot of it's so different that like you have to make sure you're keeping attention. It's almost probably too much as well. Stop multitasking. A habit you need to set boundaries around when, uh, what you are what you will be working on when give yourself large chunks of time to complete one thing at a time yeah it's just all about time management which we've done plenty episodes on guys we've done it all with time management i talked a lot about that comparison thing that that stuff like really gets me because i have a hard time i definitely uh dig into like looking at other people and going okay what am i doing wrong which is good at like I said, good and bad, but it, you have to understand that it also you're just like uh, you're trying to reflect your failure. I feel like I'm trying to reflect my failures um, because I'm like, well, I'm not that person. That's why I'm not getting it. But then I'm also going, OK, what are they doing so I can become better and get to that position? But it's not the same. You have to use the tools that you're given. Everybody has different tools. So I don't know. 
you just sometimes have to accept the uh, accept the failure, which kind of leads me into the one thing I have next here, which is there are three types of failures, but only one you should actually feel bad about. Ooh, I read this headline. I have not read this at all yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. It says, failing sucks. Whenever it's the first or 15th time bombing at a presentation, messing up calculations, or bombing through an interview, the sting of rejection never quite wears off. Whew. Yeah, yeah, and try going up like four or five times a week at a fucking open mic, man. Yee. You, people ask, they say stand-up comedy is not for the faint of heart. And sometimes they're right. But, like, yeah, it, it it hurts when you bomb. And that's why, like, you're always trying to go up and not bomb. A lot of people uh, forget that, that when comics are going up and we when we don't get laughs, it's just as bad as not. <laughs> that, that, that we didn't want that to happen. We thought we had something funny. There's nothing we ever go up there going, I hope the audience hates this. Like, that's a fucking terrible person and not a real stand-up comedian. Let's see here. When you screw up something, most of us blame ourselves, feel terrible, and resort to the old deflection of, it's not me, it's them, we think. Uh, this cycle is just exhausting. It's useless. Um, failure presents uh what is it invaluable learning and growth opportunities which is why tech the tech world finds the concept of buzzword it's so buzzworthy oh the concept of it uh the concept so buzzworthy man okay let's see here let's uh let's get it okay we've got the three types right here so the first one is preventable failure the first and foremost of the obvious types of failure is the preventable failure uh which is essentially what sound what it sounds like the failure that you had knowledge and the ability to prevent um consider it bet okay da -da. uh outside of the professional realm a preventable failure may be getting a bad grade on a test or you didn't for which you didn't study or even uh though you understood the subject matter or ang angering your roommate by not cleaning the bathroom sink when you th even though it was your responsibility to do so yeah I'm just simply think I get it okay which okay let's find out the next one cuz this doesn't explain I want to find out what the one I should feel bad about is complex failures the name suggests the complex failure is more complicated cousin of preventable failure these uh failures are highly high potential to promote learning in the workplace um they happen when a particular combination of needs people problems occur that never occurred before much like uh what a try aging patient in a hospital emergency room or responding to enemies on the battlefield um running a fast growing startup can produce many unpredictable yeah it's just a very hard thing okay let's see here what intellectual failures a third and uh, juicy form of failure is the term learning in in terms of learning potential is intellectual failures this is a type of failure silicon valley entrepreneurs talk about when they promote failing fast or failing forward intellectual failures occur when experimentation is necessary when the answer is not 
knowledgeable or knowable in advance because this exact situation hasn't been encountered before and happened and perhaps never will be again. That applies to so many things. It applies for me personally with stand up so much because you're 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 feeling for it even every time you try to tell a joke. Um especially when you're working on a new bit and I'm trying to work on new bits. That's where I've been in such a fucking bad mood I think a lot lately. I'm trying to work on these new bits, write something new and get something more creative because I feel like I've been very st- stagnant or stale and I and uh I've put I've kind of recorded some stuff with like the material I do have and it'll be kind of featured in some things coming out here soon and uh I don't want it so I I need to have stuff in the back pocket that I know I can do uh besides uh, well even it has to be besides that cuz that stuff's kind of it's a little it's burnt now I, I used it on this thing so it's I need to come up with new stuff and it's been very hard so but every time I am going on stage and trying something and manipulating it I I either find out it didn't work or it didn't so like so and I have to tweak it every time like there's a little twinge each time trying to figure it out so it helps me with that I want which one did I say I want to feel bad at it, okay Ultimately, all failures should be, uh, sh- uh, should be contemplated and not ignored. Uh, okay, uh, contemptual. And while feeling bad about yourself is sometimes warranted, it shouldn't, should never be permanent. Uh, more often than not, failure is a way to learn something you didn't know before, and this is a great way to stay, uh, say knowledge is power. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, shit, everybody. You know what that means. It's time for Corrections. That's right. Let's get into it. This one comes all the way from Chicago. That's right. Matt Banward, if this is you looking for Brooke, hit me up. I, I found her message, and we can get her uh, message back to you. Um, remember, it says, Missing Beautiful Brooke. Remember you. I love when people do this. And <laughs> remember you with the spell you spelled with the letter U. Sent me a picture of your pinky finger. Is that a request? Did you or was that just something you didn't know about yourself before she sent it? Like you just sent a picture of your pinky finger. Why would you send somebody a picture of your pinky finger? Was it like? I want to know what the message was after that. What was on that pinky finger? Was it just a pinky ring? Was it a pinky doo-doo ring? Like, uh, what, what? why do you like that picture so much? Why is that the thing you need to know to remember this person? Like, and how does she, how, if she's sending pictures of her pinky finger to you, like, that sounds like something you do just to make sure you send that to everybody. It's like a nondescript thing. Like, she probably doesn't remember. She sent that to hundreds of dudes probably. Maybe. I don't know. You always wore yoga pants or leggings for me. Well, that's uh, you're really narrowing down the search there, buddy. You can go to any uh, Starbucks anywhere and find that. Uh, you were a nurse at the time we met. Getting more specific now. Uh, we met on Craigslist years back. This is always my favorite. Is like you met on Craigslist years back. And then the one that got away on the Craigslist and come back in the message board. I love how Craigslist has become like the the G, the Dear John mailbox 
of of super super lonely and horny people. <laughs> That's what Craigslist is that mailbox now. It's fucking crazy. Uh, cause you might be writing from somebody who's dead. Um, message me my name if you see this. Hope to see you. Hope you see this beautiful Brooke. Well, I goddamn. I I hope beautiful Brooke gets out there, and I hope you're not just. I hope you're not writing this message from the past after you've passed away and it's got all the things you need, man. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I got I got it. We got some good stuff out of it. We learned a lot about ourselves, about failure, and all that good stuff. But if you want to learn more about just fun, just fun in general, go to punninggame.com, guys. We got podcasts that drop Monday through Friday. That's right. Some of the best and funnest podcasts out there. Uh, we got this one every Monday uh, in rotation with, or I shouldn't say every Monday, every other Monday, in altering Mondays with No Rational Thought with Nate. And then Tuesdays, you got The Grove Podcast with Matt Lamb. Wednesdays, Who Gives a F with myself and Nathan throwing it down every Wednesday. Then Thursdays, Monster Jamboree, learn about some horror movies. That's what's up. And then Things About Stuff every Friday with the champs holding it down. Catch their live streams on Thursdays, guys. Woo! And don't forget, if you want to support the site, you can go to the actual website go to punninggame.com and go to the punning game shop where you can find t-shirts hoodies and all that for all the different shows on the network that's right guys we're calling it a fucking network now because it is five podcasts every goddamn week check it out guys thanks for listening not worth the time i've been wade taylor and remember always fail forward <laughs> <laughs>